just can get it later. Okay, so I'm doing this tonight because I was feeling that maybe I could be helpful to somebody that's making Pesach for the first time. And I have my husband with me here, so he can be here for any of your questions, or he can adjust anything that I'm saying in case I'm saying something wrong. Um, so he's here behind me, and do you want to give a wave of your hand? No, they believe you. They believe you? Okay, fine. <laughs> and um, and the, the purpose of what I, wa I would want to accomplish is really to take over from what my husband taught last night and take it from that stage forward until the Seder. Um, what, we, what he said last night um, is something that we should all keep in mind, and that is that we'll all get there. We'll all get there. Pesach starts for all of us, and it will be wonderful, and it will be beautiful, and we are doing our very best, and Whatever we can accomplish, uh, we will do our best to accomplish, but we'll all get there at the same time and we'll all be ready for the Seder. So if you feel confident that and, and secure with that knowledge, everything will go smoothly for you. Hashem uh, is proud of all our efforts. We're all doing this with our hands tied behind our backs and um, he's proud of, of us trying to do our very best. And if you feel that chizuk and feel that love of Hashem also, that will help us um, get to where we want to get to. So let me give, just give a few disclaimers before I even start. Um, it's, although I made Pesach for over 41 years, I, around 41 years, um, I started from the first year. Um, we were living in Eretz Yisrael. Um, when you do something so often, it just becomes part of how things run. Like if you had to break down how you prepare for Shabbos, you might not be able to break it down so well because it's just one thing flows into the next. So I tried to think it through and, and see how I would break it down into pieces for you. And I hope I'm doing, I'll be clear enough and, and do a good enough job for you. Um, also, I'm not the best. Uh, there are probably be, you out there are organized and you probably have better ideas than I do. I'm just going to share with you what I do and maybe it will work for some of you and maybe it won't, but um, I'll, I'll share with you what I do and, and you can pick and choose or talk to other people and see what they do. Um, I don't have a Pesach kitchen. Um, so I'm kind of in the same boat as all of you who are making Pesach for the first time, and that is um, preparing for Pesach right before Pesach, cooking right before Pesach. Um, there are others that have a Pesach kitchen, and so they're able to prepare before and freeze, and I've never done that. Um, I've always cooked uh, right before Pesach, so I'm kind of in the same uh, situation as you are, um, and I've been doing it this way all the years. Um, I have you blind. Uh, so what we want to accomplish is taking it from the cleaning aspect of Pesach until the preparing, until sitting down at the Seder. And the last piece of chizuk that I want to give you just before we start is that I really find that Pesach is easier than Sukkot. 
once you get down to Pesach, um, the preparation might be harder for us as women, or the cleaning and the mental, emotional stress that it takes on us. But really, the cooking for Pesach, once we turn over the kitchen, I find Pesach much easier than Sukkot. Um, it's less ingredients, uh, less options for um, making, uh, challenging yourself with very uh, complicated menus and exotic menus. You're not schlepping outside to the sukkah and inside the sukkah. So really, in a way, once Pesach comes in, I find it a, a easier on our, or less physically challenging. So um, that's something just to look forward to, that Pesach really, on, in some way, really is a little bit easier in the kitchen. Um, okay, so just about cleaning. Um, this week is really where we would kind of finish up the cleaning. And I want to tell you about two tools that I find very useful in my cleaning. One is the vacuum cleaner. Um, it's by my side all the time, and it just um, picks up all the big pieces and it's always available. And when I had a large family at home, we had two vacuum cleaners. So uh, the kids could use one, I could use one. And um, it was just a very good tool. The main thing to remember about a vacuum cleaner is to get rid of the vacuum, the vacuum cleaner bag before Pesach, because that's where all your chametz is. So um, to make sure that you do beer chametz or you throw it away and change the bag of the vacuum cleaner before Pesach. The other good tool that I find has been really helpful just for cleaning and cleaning around the, um, in the kitchen, the oven, the, the refrigerator is what they came out more recently with these magic, um, Mr. Magic um, sponges, um, the Mr. Clean sponges. Um, and what are they called? They're, they're, yeah, the eraser sponges, they come six in a pack at, at Schmuck's. I find them very useful, they clean well, and um, they even shine well. I just find them very useful around the kitchen. So those are two tools that I've been using um, in my cleaning. Um, so if we want to think about how to get ready from, from now till Pesach, what I usually do is think about the night of the Seder is Wednesday night, and then work backwards. So if the night of the Seder is Wednesday night, the day Wednesday, Arab Pesach, I want to be mostly preparing for the Seder. And so I want to do my cooking on Monday and Tuesday. Um, so that's what I'm planning to do, to do my cooking Monday and Tuesday. If you feel that you need more cooking time, then you'll have to you know, figure out to start Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. But what I'm going to share with you is what I'm thinking is going to be work for me um, is cooking on Monday and Tuesday. I might do a little bit more cooking on when Erev Pesach, but most of Erev Pesach is going to be preparing for, for, for the Seder, and we'll go through that in a minute. So working backwards, the trick of Pesach is the, what we call a turning over of going from Chametz to Pesachdik. Um, and realize that this year we have a three-day yontif. So we have two days of yontif and then Shabbos. So we need to think about that and, and in our preparations of what we need for Shabbos, like Erev Pesach, Erev Pesach to be plugging in the crock pot or to make an Erev Tavshelin, right? We, yeah. yeah, we're going to need to make an Erev Tavshelin. So um, to be thinking of a three-day yontif for the 
for the first days. Um, okay, so my thinking is that I'm going to turn over the kitchen to Pesach Dik, either Moshe Shabbos or Sunday morning. The reason I'm thinking to do that is because in order to kosher the sink, it needs to have a day of not using it with hot water. So if I do that over Shabbos, if I, since we're not going to use hot water anyway on Shabbos from the sink, I'm thinking that that will be the day. We'll have 24 hours of not using the hot water. And so it'll be ready to kosher. My kitchen will be ready to kosher Moshe Shabbos. Um, just as a pointer for that, we'll go through, you know, how much time I, I give the koshering process. But um, just as a reminder to, that you're not using hot water, so Arab Shabbos, I'm going to put a towel around the hot water spigot um, so that I won't be using the hot water for 24 hours, and then Moshe Shabbos, we could kosher the sink. Um, okay, let's go back a little bit just to this week. So we're cleaning this week, but we're also trying to get our house ready so that we can be ready before Shabbos so that Moshe Shabbos we can kosher. Um, so how does that work? Let me take you through this week and, and kind of give you some ideas of what I'm doing. Um, I'm consolidating since I really want to kind of be almost Pesach Dik by Shabbos. Um, I'm consolidating. So all my chametz stuff I'm putting into one corner. I'm, we're eating at one certain area in the dining room. If you can get your kids to eat outside, that's even better. But um, we're consolidating. We're, we're we're, you know, there's one area that we're really eating um, and we're keeping all of our chametz in that area. Now, um, you're, this year, you know, you, you might be saving a lot more chametz than usual. You can keep that in your closets and you're going to be selling your closets. But as far as we're in your kitchen, you're using chametz, I try to keep it in one area of the kitchen. Um, also, a good idea is maybe to have more kidneyos than real chametz. So, you know, when you have little kids, the cereals could be kidneyos and, um, you know, you, you, the snacks could be rice cakes and things like that, so that you're not always watching them and, and having to be uh, careful of where they're taking the chametz. So to kind of get as much chametz... Okay, so my husband says that that's not necessarily okay. But um, they said it. Say because that. if you have to treat everything that's not good for Pesach as a puppet, it's common It's common Okay. Okay. So that's really as far as um, the chametz in the house. I'm trying to consolidate and keep it in one area of the house, and um, and and this way we can kind of be. Uh, cleaning up the kitchen and preparing it for, for Pesach at the same time, if we can consolidate, maybe um, have it in the dining room, consolidate it in the dining room. I have like a, a table a special, a, and a, a special area in the dining room for all the time. Okay, so at the beginning of this week, I'm going to try to make sure I have my dry goods, my ingredients. I want, if I want to be cooking on Monday, then really by Sunday, I need to have everything 
ready to go, all my ingredients. So at the beginning of this week, if you haven't bought any dry ingredients, your spices, your, um, your dish soap or things like that, I'm gonna try to get my dry ingredients at the beginning of this week. And then at the end of the week on what, Thursday, Friday, I'm going to get my produce. So um, the, I understand the loop is delivering. So I'm going to try to be thinking about what I want to cook next week. Um, think of menus. Now, again, Pesach menus are very easy. It's mostly vegetables and potatoes and meat and, and, and proteins. So you don't have to be thinking um, exotic. You don't have just very plain. Paula Greenblatt's giving a share about prepare, how she prepares for Pesach in her timeline. Um, anyway, uh, if you could be thinking just in your mind what types of produce you want and what types of dry goods you want in your home. So I would take the beginning of the week this week to buy the dry goods and the end of the week to buy the produce. Um, and then towards the end of the week, if you do have any Pesach dishes to be bringing them up or getting them ready in your cabinet um, by the end of this week. Then Moses Shabbos, um, I would, uh, let me talk about how I would do each of the um, utensils in the kitchen. So again, the, the refrigerator is mostly clean. I'll have one shelf that's chametz stick. And then as I consolidate and get rid of it, um, I'll probably keep just a little part of the, of the refrigerator chametz stick, but most of, as I cook, I'll be putting Pesach stick stuff into the refrigerator. Um, I use my microwave and my, my, my toaster oven for chametz cooking, um, but I, I um, prepare, I, I don't use my oven anymore for Pesach, for, for chametz stick cooking. So once you clean your oven, if you're going to do it this week, you could cook uh, or, you know, things that are Pesach stick, you know, if you, for your suppers this week, you can put it in a throwaway pan and cook chicken or, or, or meat or anything, um, it could be Pesach stick. So I don't, once I clean my oven, I'm not gonna use it for chametz anymore. For Shabbos, I'm going to use a crock pot, a chametz stick crock pot, and I'm gonna wash it after Shabbos in the bathroom. So I'm not gonna use my sink to, my, 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 my um, kitchen sink for chametz anymore after Shabbos. Um, anything that I've used over Shabbos, like the challah tray, or um, any, or any, any, if I want to warm up soup, um, hummusic soup, then that I'll wash in the bathroom. I keep one burner chametz uh, stick. The rest I cover over once it's clean. Once my oven and my stove top is clean, I just keep it covered, so it doesn't get dirty, with aluminum foil. And I keep one burner open for chametz, and then after Shabbos, I'll, you know, take, I'll take care of those things. I'll, um, the oven will already have been cleaned. I could kosher it most, um, most of Shabbos, or I could kosher it before, um, because I'm really not using it for Pesach. I, I'm using, not using it for chametz anymore. Okay. Um, let me just. Um, so other people will make an entirely Pesach Tik Shabbos. They won't have any cooking, any chametz stick cooking going on. That's another way of doing it. Just have Pesach Tik food. And, but our family likes to have challah and likes to have chillant and likes to have the knedel in the soup. 
So I still will be cooking somewhat for chametz and but making sure not to clean it in the sink. And um, most of it will not be chametz. It, it will be made in my oven, but not but not real chametz, like regular chicken, regular meat, or something like that. Um, if you have any more questions about that, I'll, I'll go back to that afterwards. Most of Shabbos um, is when I'm planning on koshering. Um, so when I say koshering, this year, my husband said that we could kosher the counters. Um, so that entails, it, it takes longer than you think because it's hot water on the counters and then cold water over it. Um, so if you're going to be koshering, you need a lot of towels. And I open up my top drawer, put the towels in it so it should catch the water. Otherwise, your water, the water seeps into your top drawers. Um, so, you know, kashering the counters and then the sink also. So the sink also takes a, a little while of, you know, doing the hot water all around the sink. Um, and then you're, you're also, to prepare your kitchen, you're also going to be covering things. So you're going to be covering your stove with aluminum foil. Um, you're going to, if you aren't koshering your, your counters, then you're covering it. And that's what I would do Matzah Shabbos and Sunday morning. Um, Rabbi Muser told me a good idea. If you're looking for a covering for your counter, he, he gets linoleum um, from Home Depot and he cuts it to size and he uses that year after year. So it says, when I, I use corrugated plastic also from Home Depot and we cut it to size, but it's a little bit harder to cut. So again, um, most of Shabbos Sunday morning is when you're kind of turning over things and covering things and putting your, your Pesach dishes, making sure you have all your Pesach dishes. Can I just say something? Yeah. <clears throat> well, I said last time, if people are pressed for time this year, just keep go back out to Home Depot and work on doing all that. You can kosher it with hot water, even though we- Right, I said that. Yeah, I just, okay. that, that might be an answer for that. Okay, so <clears throat> my husband's reminding you, if you can't get covering for your countertop, you could kosher it. Um, Tuesday night is Bidikas Chametz. Um, so you kind of want to be finished with all your Chametz by then. It's, it's you know, you, you, you don't want it in your kitchen. You don't want it, you have it a very small place that you're going to have your Chametz. Um, the next morning, you, you might want to eat some Chametz in the morning, but really it's all out of the house by then. Um, you, you do want to be able to serve your family supper, Betikas Chametz night. So, I, what I like to do is think about every single night from now until the Dikas Chametz night and what you're going to have and have those ingredients in the house so it's ready to go. Now, a good idea, really, if this could work out, is to barbecue because then you're not using the kitchen and you make the barbecue. And especially with nice weather, um, it makes things a lot easier to, to barbecue and eat outside. Um, okay, so that, so Tuesday night is Badika's Chametz, and then Pesach in the morning, I find that there's a lot to do Arab Pesach morning. There's um, your, your the beer Chametz, and you have to make sure that all haircuts are done and nails are cut um, before what time? Which is about one o'clock. Um, you want to make sure that you have all the um, 
the shampoos and all the medicines that you need. Um, and then the rest of the day, I find very busy with just preparing for the Seder. Um, the charoses, the murr, the ground murr, the checking murr, roasting the eggs, roasting the bone, the ka'ara, um, making sure that all the wines are opened and um, just preparing for the Haggadah and maybe even oh, yeah. taking no. a nap or getting your kids to take a nap. Um, but if, if you could leave less of the cooking for Erev Pesach, now for the Seder, um, really, you're not supposed to have roasted food, meats, um, at, at the Seder. So if you cook your meat with water that, you know, with enough, that's okay. But re really, there's, you don't have to prepare a lot of food for the Seder. People are not hungry um, at the Seder. So keep that in mind, not to overdo the, the food preparation for the Seder. In my cooking for Erev Yontif, I, for Yontif, Monday and Tuesday, I like to start with the things that I put in the freezer and then go to the food that, uh, that need to be prepared right before. So I'll make schnitzel or desserts or applesauce or soups, things that I could put in the freezer and use over Yontif. I'll start with those things. I, I fry a lot of onions right at the beginning and because I, I could use them for many dishes. And so I'll start with that and um, be able to, to use that all through, through my cooking. Uh, and then, I, then I'll go to preparing dishes and just, let's say, marinating. So then I'll go to the meats and chicken. And if you have an refrigerator, you can prepare them a day beforehand and get them marinated and then just be able to cook them Arab um, or or the day before. So depending on how much freezer space you have or refrigerator space you have. The last thing I do is take some cookies. Uh, it's always fun to do, but I, I like to um, make sure that I have enough time for that. So my order is usually the thing that I put in the freezer first, and here the rest of the things that I want to cook and then be able to cook them the day before or the night before or the day of like the fishes and the meats the, my my proteins and then um do the cakes oh i'm so sorry um i'm gonna mute everybody um not sure where that is okay I, actually i'm really pretty much finished with what i had to say um, if anybody wants to ask questions, um, this is, would be a good time to ask questions. I, kind, I feel like I went through this week and next week, it's, and um, if there are any particular questions, uh, this would be a good time to ask. Um, hi, Mrs. Greenblatt, it's Alana Rosenfeld. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for doing this. It's really helpful for all of us first-timers that are so overwhelmed. Um, one of the things your husband mentioned last night was cleaning all the toys that our kids will be playing with mm -hmm. for Pesach. Um, so what came to mind for me were all of my huge buckets of tiny Legos, bigger Legos, blocks, Playmobil, all those types of toys. Um, how do you recommend cleaning those or do you just recommend putting those away for Pesach? I really recommend putting it away. Okay. Um, 
Christopher Pesach, they're not going to use that much. Just take out a few that you're going to use and then put away the rest. The other okay. idea is to just like throw it into the bathtub. And, you know, if it's easy for you to do that and, and, and wash it, you know, just make sure that the bucket is empty and things washed. But it, that's tedious also. So I would really say just put it, just put it away. Especially, okay. especially games, to go through all the games. Um, that, that's hard unless you, you know, some get tell the kids pick out the games we want to use for Yontif and those are the games we'll look through. Okay, thanks. Anybody else? Um, can I ask you a question? Is this, sure. Did I unmute myself? Yeah, you're unmuted. I hear you. Um, so I have, I have like a ton of stuff that I have to burn. We, we're not going to do the hummus this year. So what do we do? What do they do with the hummus that they could sell? Is it hummus that you could sell? No, it's it's all of my. I know. I I had whatever. The rub knows I had done this before, but I have tons of challahs. All my all my challah that I've taken. I put in those aluminum foil flat and then I save them and I usually throw them into our preps beer hummets thing from the whole year. So I'm like afraid to smoke out my, my house from doing all that or what, what's, but what is the option this year? Do you have a barbecue pit? I don't. It sounded good when you were talking about dinner. <laughs> I'm going to we're, we're, we're thinking about if there's going to be any form of beer hummets. I don't think there is, so I don't know the answer to it. But. There might be a um, you know, I'm not sure if there's any provision. Babiston, yeah. can you hear me? It's Corey. Um, my husband has a huge barrel that he usually does beer hummets in in our backyard. Now, I don't know if the Rav would let or what, I'm like, I don't know how many people he can do for, but he definitely does a beer hummets in our backyard in a big barrel. So yeah. if it's not too much, I would have to ask Scott first, but... Um, that might be a possibility for whoever that was asking. I don't know who was asking there. That's me, Sarah Glazel, and I'm crazy. So we could arrange a drop-off. You put it in a driveway, and he'll pick it up in the driveway and put it in the bear. I don't know if somebody has to watch or the family, whoever's, I, I don't know if they can disappoint him at the shaliyah, but if the Ralph could tell my husband how to do it, um, it would probably could be a possibility. Good idea. I'll talk to Scott about that. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Sure. Corey, what is that like a tin barrel what is that like a it's a big it's a big one of those big metal barrels um like it used to be oil barrels or something i don't know it's really big ones um so he, he uses it every year it's a huge one so like a barrel of fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, yeah, if you, I'll have him, I'll ask him to call the Robin, you know, maybe he could clarify what it is. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay, so I hope I didn't overwhelm you. I hope I made it a little bit easier for you. Um, just knowing the timeline might just clarify things in your mind that Monday and Tuesday would be a good time to start cooking. But if it doesn't happen, it's okay, too. And, you know, like I said, you just make a little bit less and cook a little bit less and get to Yanta at the same time like everybody. So I hope this didn't overwhelm you at all. And maybe it, it was helpful.
It was very helpful. Thank you. Okay. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Good to see you. Miss you all. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a good